This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I wondered if it was going to come. Come in, guys, come in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first Blue Monday Live. This is insane. When Dave and I started the podcast, we never imagined that anyone would listen, let alone pay to come and see us. So we're really, really so pleased that you have all come today. Um, I just want to have a little quick survey, just... Stick your hand up if you think you came the furthest today. The one at the front, one at the back. Amy, where did you come from? Leeds, Mrs. Nuts, where are you? Is that Harrogate, isn't it? Can anyone beat Harrogate? You at the back? Okay, Preston, good. Poland, all right. (laughs) Always one, isn't there? Hey, Daryl. Florida, Florida. there we go. Well, hey. But Daryl, Alex, Australia, Australia. someone came to Australia to see the live pod. Stand up, Alex. Round of applause for Alex, please. And can we also have a show of hands? Um, We've been going for four years now. Has anybody listened to every single show? Unbelievable there. There we go at the back there. Dave Dave just say, not even I have. (laughs) He's been on all... He just gets them done and then erases it from his memory, doesn't it? So, look, when we started the podcast, if I had have planned it out, I would have said, what I need now is a charismatic, intelligent, well-informed host who can talk. Would I be able to find one of them? I didn't think I could find... So I just frankly asked my mate Dave, but I got all of those things. I couldn't have got luckier. It was like a Marcus Stewart... George Burley type sign. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give a huge hand, founding member, the glue of the podcast, Mr. David Diamond. It's all right, isn't it, Dave? That works, doesn't it? 
Does that work? It's totally well. It's a bit better than that bloody pod bunker, mate. The pod bunker. Sit, God. Sitting next to your flatmates. Um, oh. Washing. Uh, yeah, okay. Some, <laughs> some dubious washing in the podcast bunker. Um, right, we'll start with the news and then we will, we're going to do a bit on Derby and then we'll get to today's game. We ordered the late equaliser. We put the order in. We didn't think it was going to come on time, but it did happen. We ordered that especially for you lot, so we should do a good pod. Um, Dave, news first. Freddie Sears miscontrols a ball on the edge of the Norwich area, runs up to Ton Tribal. They bash their needs together. What's the only thing that could happen to Ipswich this just, season? It's just shocking, mate, isn't it? Another, another ACL. I saw like three, three serious injuries like that in a season. Four Eight. with Falami, I think, with his ankle or whatever he's got. And so, um, Morris as well. Horror show. Ridiculous. So how does that affect um, Freddie going forward? And how does that affect the team? Just, can we just do a quick show of hands? Does anyone actually think that no Sears improves the team? One in the back, one in the back there. Was that Will in the corner? Oh dear. Are, you sure? but, uh, are, we, are we all generally pro Sears here? I think so. Yeah. Ben, so I, think, I think it's going to have more impact. Let's face it. Look, I'd love to say otherwise. I think everyone accepts we're probably going to go down. So I think it's going to have more. Really? Imp- well, you know, I think it's perhaps going to have perhaps going to have more impact on the start of next season. Don't you think? Um, yeah, quite possibly. Definitely. Uh, um, so, yeah, we wish Freddie well, yeah. obviously. Um, Ipswich Town, Norwich City and Paul Lambert have all been charged by the EFL for, quote, failing to control their staff and players. Right. <laughs> right, this is, this is split everybody, actually. Can we do a show of hands here? Um, I want to know who was proud of Lambert and who was embarrassed by Lambert. So who was proud of Lambert for trying to face up to all of Norwich City? That's quite unanimous. Was anybody ashamed or embarrassed? Oh. Jordan, are you scratching there? Or are you going to put your hand up? <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> so, um, Dave, he's going to get charged. Um, I think he had until Monday to put... Appeal. Appeal it or explain his actions or, or whatnot. Um, what's your view on the whole thing? And I think, having se- especially having seen the Red in away game... You think he's going to be a miss on the touchline? I think he will. I certainly think he will. I mean, he's been brilliant on the touchline. He's so animated. He's everything that Paul Hurst wasn't, let's face it. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. So he's going to be a miss. And it was always going to be that sort of flashpoint, wasn't it? The tackle from Nolan, was it, I think, right in front of the bench. It was a derby. Everyone was right before half time. Everyone was up for it. And um, yeah, it was just a sort of powder keg waiting to, waiting to happen, really, wasn't it? Are you in the. Um, there was a a bit of thought went into it, you know, try and take the heat away and put it on Do him. Do you know what? I don't think so. Do you know, I think it's got caught up in the moment, I think. And we'll never know what, what was said, but seemed seemingly something was said by their, I don't know, goalkeeping coach or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, Sears again, Dave. So, Freddie Sears wins the EFL goal of the month <laughs> um, for Skybet. I don't know whether that's the sympathy vote after he got <laughs> the injury. Um, beats off Luke Freeman and Semi Ajay. You like that, Ajay? Yeah, yeah I Absolute thunder bastard, though, at Villa. Um, you think fair call on that one? I think so, yeah. I think you could pull something like 44% of the vote, so uh, decent number. <laughs> that was all this love, just voting. Yeah, it was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone voted 10 times. Yeah, no, it? deserved. Absolutely deserved. Okay, um, great stuff, though. Not too much news this week, so what we'll do, we'll try and get straight on to Derby now. So, Richard, if you are ready on cue... 
we put the shout out, oh God, I, I'm trying to think when it was, to get some other people involved. Basically, I was too lazy to do the preview show. We had a brilliant um, application from a wonderful guy, Mikey. He's been a great host on the podcast. So we're going to bring him up now to do the Derby um, review with us. So ladies and gentlemen, a big round of applause, Mikey Penty-Smith. Rich, cut that. <laughs> Mikey, why are you coming on to Baker Street? I just always fancied boxing or darts. It's one of the I most partridge things I've ever seen. I've got to say, Mikey, that would be the worst darts walk on music ever, mate, wouldn't it? That's dreadful, mate. Let's go, let's go back to Wednesday night. Um, I was with particularly low expectations for this, I must say, given um, Derby's kind of star power up front. Dave, interesting team selection. Let me just go through this. Give me your thoughts. So, obviously, no Chambers, Collins, or Skews. So, uh, Bialkowski, Bree, Pennington, Knudsen is now not only a left-back, but a centre-back. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenlock in. Chalibur is holding in this sort of diamond midfield thing. Bishop Downs ahead of him. Judge in the 10 position. Quainer and Keane up front. Um, what were your thoughts and when you saw the team and this continued kind of narrow um, 4-4-2? It's very narrow. I've always liked Knudsen at left centre-back. Admittedly, we've always seen him previously on, in a three, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought that was good. I mean, I think also transpires it was only the second time in five seasons or something that both Chambers and Skews haven't appeared. And which and was the other game? Reading nil, <laughs> Ipswich four. So, Is it yeah. cause and effect here? Yeah? I think so. I think so. So I think generally, you know, with what we had, I think we were all quite happy with that team. I certainly was. Um, so no skews. We've done this loads. Let's just get a straw poll on this. Are Ipswich better or worse without skews? We'll do, we'll do a show of hands. So this, I expect this to be split. Who think Ipswich are better without skews? Oh, that's a bit more than I expected. Um, who thinks Ipswich are worse without Skews? I'll tell you what, that's pretty... Pretty. Think... How many people abstained? Joel, did you vote twice? <laughs> loads of, I, I loads think, ben, of people. It, it, it really depends on who he's playing ahead of. <laughs> Charlebert was dropped the other week, so Skews could play. And Charlebert brings a lot more to the team than Skews does on the ball. Okay. Um, so Derby, Mikey, come with a slew of familiar faces. Um, old... Foes, Bradley Johnson, David Nugent, Tom Lawrence, Martin Waghorn. And for the second game, running an absolutely heinous start. Can you take me through this? Oh, was it more pathetic than the goal today? Probably not, actually. Anyway, take, I'll, have to, I'll have to come up with a different word to describe today's goal against. But take me through the, um, the first goal um, in the Derby game. Uh, so the first thing that I'd noticed happened was... The ball was played back to Bartosz Bielkowski, and I thought this would be like the Norwich game. He's just going to pump it long. Keane's going to get up, and people are going to try and get around him. But no, he tries to play a clever pass to Miles Kenlock. Um, I'm not sure there is such a thing as a clever pass to Miles Kenlock, incidentally. Um, and he got it wrong. Um, the ball went straight out for a throw-in. And then there was still a couple of phases of play, but we were rattled. They pushed right up then, didn't yeah. they? And uh, Wilson, I think, got on the ball clever player, we all stood off him, 
eventually the ball came back to Bradley Johnson and he played a really nice little dink over to Holmes. Holmes got the ball across and there was nobody marking Tom Lawrence. Scuffed his shot. Knudsen turned his back on it. And I think it went in by Bart's hand in off the post and there we were again. Same as, same as Sunday. On that goal, is anyone anti-Knudsen on that? I thought he was a little bit... I thought it was a bit of a freak goal, but I saw a lot on Twitter. Um, oh, he shouldn't turn his back, shouldn't turn his back. Who's blaming Nudson for that goal? No? <laughs> One at the front there, Timmy. Yeah. Um, a, little bit of a little bit of a freak goal, I thought, but quite typical of our season. Um, Dave, really similar pattern to the Norwich game after that. Ipswich get the territory, and they're playing well in between the two boxes, but then not the quality to force any good chances and then frankly Derby with could have gone 2-0 up with Tamori's chance yeah. just just before half time um, give me your thoughts on the on the first half and how that played I think out. we did alright considering we you know you're 1-0 down within what two minutes less than two minutes I think we battled back really well competed well pressed well um, pretty much dominated the midfield I think for, for most of that for well, most of the game we did really so I think we showed a really really positive reaction after after the you know the early goal Especially against Derby, because you know you, I, I was sitting up there and you think, well, you know, this could be anything now if they really, you know, really put the foot to the pedal. But no, I think we, um, we you know, we, we dug in first half and came out of it all really well. You agree with that, Mikey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when the goal went in, I thought this is going to be different to the Norwich game. We, I think I expected the Ipswich fans to maybe get on their backs a little bit after conceding so early again, but that didn't didn't appear to happen. The atmosphere sounded fantastic. I was watching at home on iFollow, but. Yeah, I, th I think they recovered just as well as they did against Norwich, if not better. Um, Dave, good start to the second half. Knudsen heads over. Bree gets into a great position but doesn't really want to shoot. And then, in the 52nd minute, John Nolan is ready to come on. Now, what nobody saw here is John Nolan. He just brushes Frank Lampard and there was a transfer of powers. <laughs> so <laughs> Some of yeah. Lampard's brilliance was yeah, yeah. just the and it's only when you touch Frank Lampard, it only lasts for about two minutes. Dave, what happened next? Mate, who could have thought all this? Well, it, it was a kind of goal. We were, we were good at conceding. I think they had a free kick, and I think it was King, I think Andy King, sort of middle of our half, he was really. was crap, wasn't he? He was awful, mate. Premier League winner. Dreadful, yeah. dreadful, mate. Pass it square, I think, to Bogle, um, who then tried to pass it inside, I think, to Wilson, who. I think it picked up a knock, certainly in the first half. He wasn't himself all night, really. I thought he eventually came off, substitute, I think, soon after that. And great. What, what Nolan did well, Nolan anticipated really well. Uh, you know, won the, won the ball. And for, for um, what perhaps I've been critical, I think other people have been critical with Nolan, is that sometimes he'll pass and doesn't, he doesn't follow his pass. But this time he passed to Quainer, good from Quainer, but Nolan followed the pass. So Quainer drove, drove at the Derby defence. And again, something that went, I think, Perhaps can go unnoticed. Quite an unselfish run by Keane. Um, Quainer released the ball at the right minute. You've got to say, just inside the box, great finish. First time. Really, I think it's only his second touch, apparently. It's a great finish. Superb goal. And yeah. then he turned back into John Nolan and stopped being, <laughs> stopped being Frank Lampard. Um, on comes Nugent to make my tummy go fun. Is that curse over now? I when was the last time Nugent scored? Middlesbrough, 2015? So. Don't, don't you think when he fell on the ball? 2015, yeah. When he fell on the ball in the penalty area, that was it. Curse. Done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so Nugent comes on. Um, Ipswich push on, though. Judge free kick on target. Nudson with a right foot half volley that's going in the Whack. top corner as well. Whack indeed. Um, off the line by Holmes. Pennington heads over. Chalibur just wide. And then 
I think, Mikey, when they bring in Bryson and Bennett, I thought they were the better side for the last sort of 15 minutes. Just shored them up. And yeah, the curse is over because good save from Barton to Maury Shanks over. And then in the 91st minute, Nugent couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Heads against the bar. But I think pretty decent second half, Mike. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. And considering the energy that was spent on Sunday. You look at Keane, I think it was the same today. I know he scored late, spoiler alert. Um, his legs do seem to go a little bit. They're all in the game. <laughs> My mum wasn't. <laughs> She's here for you. <laughs> <laughs> darling, darling, darling. <laughs> but, Hello, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> but yeah, they... Move on. <laughs> we were excellent in the second half against Derby. Brutal. Right, you caught me off guards now. Am I blushing? <laughs> Stu, can you turn the lights down, please? There we go. Um, Dave, it's a little bit more direct, a little bit more narrow. And uh, when we talk about Stoke, they were quite good at going across and exploiting yeah, quite a lot it of width, yeah. today. Yeah. Um, but come on, this is much better than split centre-halves and just sheer panic and Luke Chambers shitting himself when he receives the ball. <laughs> and, you know, the only... The only Outball is a goal kick. I think kick. everyone would agree it's one of the best performances I've seen at Portman Road. But talk, to, this talk to me about the system and the fact that he didn't do this earlier. Because I, for one, Bart at Norwich <coughs> was a, just a different guy with that frame of reference with a entire back four yeah. in front of him rather than... And not under pressure to kick it. Exactly, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just, so just talk a bit about the shape and why do you think he didn't do this earlier? I don't know, because I think a lot of, certainly me included, were calling for certainly two up front. It seemed blindingly obvious, really. Why he didn't do it, I, I really don't know. Um, obviously, worked on worked on something in, in, in training between, you'd think, between the Norwich game and the Derby games. I don't think Quainer was even on the bench for... He was injured at Norwich, yeah. Oh, he, he, was, he, he had picked up an injury. OK. But no, they, look, I thought, certainly for the Derby game, they worked really well together as a two. Um, and I thought, the show, yeah, we were narrow, but uh, what, we seem to... Well, we'll get on to today's game in it, but we seem to really want it the Derby game. You know, again, we haven't been you know falling on those second balls a lot this season, and I think we pretty much yeah almost dominated that game. It's just the, the, the shape of the side looked to me looked great, great. for that game anyway. Um, just can we just do a quick show of hands again? Who's got the Derby performance as one of their top three performances of the season? Anybody? But, but none. Oh yeah, yeah. Top two? Anybody? Yeah, Anyone think Derby was the best performance of the season? One at the back there, couple, yeah. Interesting. Very Swansea was a complete fluke, though, wasn't it? Come on. I want my. I was there when Paul Hurst won shirt. Was guy? Can we get? The, can we get them done? Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. Um, just get, just quickly, when we started the podcast, before we even had Dave, we had to have some artwork and. My good friend um, Guy Club here did all of our wonderful artwork. That you see, we just have a quick round of, round of applause for. <laughs> he was literally there before Dave. Unbelievable scenes. Right, let's get on to today's game. Um, and who are we bringing out now? Oh, oh God, this was a bit of a poach job. So I'm driving home from a shift at work, and I'm listening to Graham Blackburn's excellent Naked Footy show, and there was this guy Joe on there, and I'm like. Oh, he's good, isn't he? He's quite smart. I think he might be smarter than me, and we need to get Joe. So then, much to my joy, when we put the shout-out for applications, Joe emailed and said he was a listener and liked to get involved. And we got him straight in there, Dave. So, um, And for any football manager players, 
This is, this is your guy. ITFC Academy expert. Does the stats for football manager for Ipswich Town. What a gig that is. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joe Fares. Mikey, he's Led Zeppelin to your, um, your Baker Street, I'm afraid, there. Where's the sax? <laughs> Joe, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers, Ben. Good. Um, any football manager players in the house? There we go. Absolutely plenty. Just, so just tell us how, how this works and how much responsible you are for, I don't know, Andre Dezel having passing 14 or whatever it is. He's about 19, I think. Oh, OK. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, I, I basically get given guidelines to work within, which I have to... At the moment, our guidelines put us as a sort of bottom of the table championship club that I have to do there. So all on current ability wise, so all I can do is give us a bit of potential to hope that things will be better in the future. But who's our best player on Football Manager? I think it's still Bart at the moment. He had a he had a big drop in the January window, but he's still ahead of everyone. Oh, him, okay. and, him and Emir Hughes, but <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not allowed to downgrade players when they're out injured. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Joe, before we get on to the Stoke game, you were at the FA Cup youth tie against Watford on Tuesday. Um, they'd had a good run, but they went out. Just talk to me a little bit about the youth team. Um, any young players we should look out for and just how the whole thing's looking at the moment? The, the under-18s are a good size and... and in the, in the middle of the park, you've got Idris El Mazzouni and Armando Dobra, who are the sort of key men. But the issue is we just made big mistakes. We, the keeper sort of, sort of had, a, had a clearance to make and didn't know what to do with it and ended up passing it straight to a striker. So the, so the first team system is running through the yeah, club. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, g give away a goal, second one, striker gives the ball away, ball straight through, 2-0 down, and then 3-0 from a penalty, which looked five yards outside the box. And... From that point on, we were just chasing it, trying to... I, I reckon we changed system about 12 times. You'd have run out of pages in your notebook if you were there <laughs> watching the game while we went sort of 4-3-3, 3-5-2, 3-4-1-2, 3-4-3, 3-3-4. All right, Paul Hurst. Yeah, and it, and it was just like that all game. And we, we got back into it. We got back to 3-1. We then sort of corner came across and somehow the ball was on the goal line and our defender who was up there managed to head the ball away from goal and... From that point on, we just didn't get back into the game, and it's a bit disappointing because we're sort of top of the league. Where Watford are about sixth or seventh, and they now go to the Youth Cup quarterfinals while we drop out. And if you could give me one name from that youth um, system to bank on, who are you most excited about? And um, the bank on is probably Bailey Clements, but when you watch, he did. I think I saw him. Did he come on against he, Barnet? He, he's, he's been on. He came on against yeah. Barnet, and he's been on the bench for the first team. But when you watch. Sort of Idris El Mazunian, you've got a, a little guy in there, Armando Dobra, who is probably five foot five, but no one can tackle him when he runs with the ball. He is the one that if he makes it, he will make it. And Clements is a fullback, yeah? Yeah, left back. Cool, cool. Right. Thanks, Joe. Let's get on to today's action then. Um, Mikey, pretty much unchanged for town. So Barton goal, Bree, Pennington, Nudson, Ken, like exactly the same. Chalabur, so that is Nolan in for Downs. Judge Keane Quainer. Um, you, you agreeing with that? Um, I don't know if Downs had any kind of knock or he was just taken out or Nolan keeps his place for his goal. Yeah, I think Nolan deserved, deserved his place after his goal the other night. Um, I know he didn't, he didn't do much after the goal on the ball, but he did, did seem to be working hard and he does seem to suit that narrow midfield, offensively at least. 
Um, Dave, this Stoke team, this is ridiculous, isn't it? Um, I don't know why they're so bad. Uh, so, Butland in goal, Edwards, Bart, who we could have done with, really, couldn't we? Yeah. Martin Zindi, Klukas across the back, Ryan Woods, <laughs> um, Atibo, Allen, and um, this is amazing, right? I saw Harry from Bath, the great Harry from Bath, before the game, and I said, oh, do you think this is right? And he said, no. Um, Ince will go out there and <laughs> McLean will go out there and then the game started and exactly that happened so um, Harry should have just um, tweaked my thing so it ends up um, Dave with Ince kind of a bit it looked more 4-3-3 4-5-1 in defence with Ince off to the right McLean off to the left yeah, and, did, I think, yeah. and votes say, the target man I've got to say I thought it was a, it's got to be the shortest central midfield partnership I've ever seen I mean combined they're about seven feet weren't they I mean they're tiny weren't they those two but um, yeah, I particularly enjoyed um, just playing in front of me first half. That Klukas, he's got a nice left foot and he was bombing on, but certainly first Play half. against this narrow system is yeah, fun yeah. being a fullback, though, isn't no, it? No, it, is, it really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't a great game, was it? Um, I'm kind of pleased with the outcome, but yeah. here we go. Um, Edwards and Woods, 1-2 down the side at the beginning. Um, Joe, Bialkowski is backpedalling from this cross big style. Was that going in? Didn't look like it was to me. He's he was sort of hovering across, and I, I think he got a hand to it, but it looked like it was going wide. Um, nothing much. I've got McLean down the left, uh, deep cross nodded down. Allen slips it back to Ince, who blasts over left footed. Um, can we just have this on Tom Ince, right? Um, hands up if Tom Ince is a show pony. <laughs> hands up if you think Tom Ince is a good player. Oh, not too. Not too bad. It's just the way he receives the ball. It's, it's probably <laughs> proper look and at me he, player, he isn't he? He wears his socks above his knee, Thierry Henry. Oh, as well. okay. Yeah, you need to have you need to have some chops to do that. Uh, Woods through Judge. Uh, ref plays advantage here. Chalibur shoots low, straight at Butland, really. Um, Etebo switches it out. McLean into Allen comes inside. Bree twenty-five yarder, well over. Um, Dave, at this point, um, and we were sat behind Nathan Jones constantly. Doing that, this obvious um, when one fullback gets it, play it to the other. Do you think teams are going to start to work out this diamond quite quickly if we don't master it? Yeah, I think they probably will, but you won't really come across many teams with the wide players such as, I'll say, Klukas, McLean, and obviously um, Tom Ince on the other side. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, Nolan miscontrol, sweeping up in the box. McLean clatters him, yellow card for him. Right, big chance here on 33, Joe. Um, Midfield absolutely nowhere, and Etebo just keeps landing on the ball in the deep midfield position. Out to Ince, loads of space, and forget what I just said, brilliant cross by Ince. And Vokes, middle of the box, has to score that, doesn't he? Well, he's, he's really stretching for the ball, isn't he? He's, it's sort of coming over him, and he's trying to get head on it, and he's struggling. But that wide system we, we did struggle with, and I think it's because... Nathan Jones has been with that diamond at Luton for the last sort of two or three years. And if there's anyone that can know the weaknesses of the, of the system we're trying to play, it's a manager who's set up with that for yeah, good point. all that time. And he just was trying to get the ball wide and get crosses in. And it was a brilliant cross. Vokes sort of mistimed his jump to me. looked like he jumped early and just completely <coughs> mistimed it. But yeah. should have scored. Um, Stoke counter. Edwards out to Ince. Three in the box here and he swings the cross. Right um, right across the goal with no touch. There's Stoker on top, it's fair to say. A um, lovely run by um, Bishop into the box, which that right across the goal. Could he, have had a, could he have had a shot on goal there, Mikey? I mean, it, it's hard to see from the lower to Bobby, but I did turn to Rich and I did say that, but then I also said, yeah, I'm being the expert after the event. Is it? 
Does Bishop really have that in his locker, that 25-yard shot I'm on the move? I'm not sure. I, th I think there were a few occasions where we had chances to have a shot where it can lock in the second half, which I'm sure we'll come on to, where he tries to play it into the box. Bishop there. Bishop broke into the box into the second half. Judge at one point where they, they all try and play that almost impossible pass rather than just have a dig at goal. I want to think for that, for that particular move where Bishop drives into the box and, you know, I thought it was a great ball across the six-yard box. If you've got an out-and-out -out goal scorer in your side, they're going to be there. They're going to be right. Billy Sharp, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. There you go. Billy Sharp. There you go. Um, 41 minutes. I don't even want to talk about this. Who wants... <laughs> I don't, I don't. It just says on my pad, pathetic goal. Um, I so looking. I didn't see it. Dave wasn't looking. Who wants no, to do this? So Danny Bart is going to hoof the ball forward, Joe. You take it up, and we're going to do a show of hands. We want blame here between Bart or Jonas, but you go ahead, Joe. Well, th th there's a ball into the box, and th there isn't even a Stoke striker on the scene, and sort of Pennington and Nudson are just looking at each other. Bart, rather than come for the ball, is looking at both of them, and rather than anyone talk to each other, Nudson ends up heading the ball over Bart's shoulder, and <laughs> McLean almost looks embarrassed just to tap it into the goal, doesn't he? Well, I'm glad he did, because at least it wasn't an own goal for yeah. Jonas. But, but the goal was celebrated like it was an own goal, wasn't it? You know, when sort of <laughs> yeah. the defenders put it in, and everyone just sort of like oh, meanders whatever. back to the halfway line. It was one of those. But McLean looked embarrassed. Personally, my, my first view was that Bart needed to come and clear that from about well, the halfway line. Shall we go to the good people of the Blue Monday audience? So let's attribute blame, which us football fans love to. So... Bart is coming and can see everything. Jonas is in the middle of the goal and it's a pretty firm header back, so I will give the option of both. Um, <laughs> we'll give a Dave Dime a bit of both. bit of both, Ben. Um, who thinks uh, Bart was at fault for that goal? <laughs> Guy's a goalie. So, so wanna, <laughs> um, who thinks Jonas was at uh, fault for that goal? Oh, it's blank Bart, has it? Um, and who thinks both of them were at fault for that goal? Oh, <laughs> 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 and Pennington oh. as well there we go throw them all in there it was an absolutely horrible goal and typical um, shocker um, and worse than the Derby one because at least the Derby one you can blame the deflection worse. but yeah, yeah punctured um, punctured the atmosphere and hopefully all of you your first thought was oh I hope that's not going to ruin the Blue Monday live show afterwards <laughs> if we look selfish I think I did hear most of the crowd sigh at that point <laughs> Poor Blue Monday, yeah. guys. Um, judge, nice spin. Uh, corner of the box, misses the target. And then Judge in the same position. Um, bit better here, Mikey. Uh, curls it. And I thought for once, Keane and Quainer had actually, actually got forward there. Um, with Judge, he's having a lot of efforts at crosses and um, key passes and shots. Um, this is a good thing? Yeah, absolutely. I think he, he's the one with the final ball. Me and Dave are talking about this after the game um, because he does do a lot of bad crosses and he sometimes crosses and shoots from positions where he really should just be retaining possession. But when he, when he gets it right, it's a goal-scoring opportunity because he really does whip across in it. It's similar to Martin Waghorn, especially at the Norwich game. Don't, because if we're debating exactly that with him that worst close. Worst display of crossing. <laughs> we, scored, well. we scored from his corner. There we go. Um, so, first half comes to, the, to an end, Joe. Um, they still stunk of Gary Rowett, didn't they? It was, the, the game was a nil-nil game written all over it. There was, there was nothing really in it. Like I say, they'd, they'd almost gone reverted to type of going back to their system of put the wide men wide and knocking it long and trying to pick up second balls and the number eight, I, 
I, I don't know what it was called. It was a tabo? A tabo was, was picking up every second. If you ball. want, Harry from Bath will tell you all his clubs and his shoe size. Yeah, yeah. but he, he he was sort of con- <laughs> controlling the game from the middle of the park and picking everything up. But he had such little quality on the ball that the game mirrored that. There was no quality in the game. Dave, you're going to love this 50th minute. Beautiful surge by Bishop towards the oh. edge of the box. Alan Judge lines up the free kick. Oh, right footer. Great effort. Crossbar. Yes. Fantastic. Crossbar. It, 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 meets oh, post. I have a great view of it, but I think you said, Joe, they hit the angle, didn't it? Angle yeah, it seems to hit the angle of uh, crossbar and post. From Fantastic effort. Yeah, Dave, talk to me about Bishop, because um, you love him, don't you? Yeah. Are we anywhere close to... I mean, what was the deal with his socks? Are they those... Stickers that, um, Mate, what was that? You know, you know Deli, Gareth Bale? Deli Alley is it that has those I as think, well, I think. Yeah, I mean, Waggon, Waggon had a bit of that, Gareth. Oh, they all do, don't they? Hey? They, they, um, they, they seem to cut holes in them, but I, I did ask my friend I was there with, why do players do that? But yeah. is, is anyone any the wiser? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He, wa- he wasn't just going Have for we got the- a translator in the house? <laughs> Daryl. I was say... Daryl, do you mean the the Cleveland cabs? What do you mean? (laughs) The the, the ripped tights look. There we go. That's that's where I've been going wrong. (laughs) How close is Bishop to getting anything near to 14, 15? I have a brilliant stat from stat. Yeah, yeah. From stat today, I think, is Bishop's only still played one 90 minutes for Ipswich in his career. Is that right, stat? Jesus But does that count, though, because he went off after the 90th minute today? (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Joe he's, fans getting, he's, he's getting obviously the more game time he has, he's getting stronger and fit. He just he's come, but to me, he looks a lot stronger and he's sort of filled out a bit. You know, I, looks I, a lot I more think powerful. he's a better. I think he's a better player. Oh, now. I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't oh, remember I don't him making many of those driving runs in the fourteen fifteen season. Personally, no, I thought I he was more he of a passer. Yeah, I but think now, you're right. now he, he gets kicked a lot. 
but yeah. he always gets straight back up. He can withstand it now. He's bigger. Yeah, definitely. And it's and it's a recovery runs when he loses the ball as well. Yeah. How quickly he gets back and how he wins the ball. That's back. That's a nightmare of a job though. This tight midfield, isn't it? There was one where he was running towards me, and you know where you run, and it's just like, God, I've got to cover my fullback again. They're div- I think Downs might be slightly better suited to that, but while judges there, Bishop's not getting anywhere near that ten position, is there? Um, uh, Chalibur, oh, I love Chalibur, but Chalibur starts to fade now um, after I've got 57 minutes, giveaway, Allen out wide, McLean crosses, headed out to a table. He absolutely bloody larraps that one, Dave, over the top. Um, 62, Jackson comes in for Quainer. Where are we on Quainer today? Anyone thumbs up for Quainer? Yeah. yeah, he's all right, first half, yeah. Anyone thumbs in the middle for Quainer? Yeah, I think he's one of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anyone thumbs down for Quainer? Didn't didn't have a good one today, did he? Um, So Jackson comes in. Mikey, pace in behind, better suited to Keane knockdowns? Uh, Perhaps, but Keane, he's strong in the air, but he doesn't really win flick-ons against big centre-backs. So it it doesn't really work because Jackson, when he's got his back to goal, is pretty useless. And we didn't get (laughs) Jack... We don't get Jackson in behind, so... We, we just don't play to his strengths. It, today would have suited Harrison. Okay. Um, great run out of defence from Edward, 64, inside to Vokes, who skies that from inside the D. Um, Joe, I've got 67. Ipswich losing energy and quality. Judge coming deeper and deeper. Kenlock and Chalibur struggling. I, I also thought Jackson played quite deep as well. He seemed to be dropping deeper and deeper. And I think once Edwards came on, which is a bit later, they... They did go to a proper four-three-three, but at that point we were playing four-four-two, and Jackson was so deep. I thought Ken Locke was poor all game really today. He, he struggled badly. He, he really he? struggled. I, I know he was exposed in the first half because he had a lot of <laughs> sort of a, a lot of people on his side of the on, of the pitch and with no real support. But his distribution, his passing, his Dave. Funny, I, I thought he did okay against Ince, really, because Ince is always... There's only one way to find out, isn't oh, it? Yeah, oh, Who thinks Ken Locke played badly bury me, today? Just bury me, go on, bury me. I'm not, I'm not super. Who thinks Ken Locke was good? Oh. No, I think Davies. No, what about one of those? You're too, <laughs> like too many in the Greyhound, <laughs> yeah, I think, Dave. Sort of, yeah, have one of those, have one of those. Yeah, uh, Dave, I thought... I'm with Joe. I thought he. I thought he struggled today. What's your opinion, mate? It's <laughs> wrong. Wrong as it. Wrong so as it may be. Wrong as it may be. Wrong as it may be. Uh, corner. Ipswich build up a little bit of pressure around 75. Nolan shot. Handball shout. Nothing doing. Um, on comes Benick Afobe for um, James McLean. So more of a kind of orthodox. They, but they stuck him on the left wing though, didn't they? He was having to chase back his runners on the left-hand side where he is an out-and-out striker, which surprised me that they didn't shift the shape around. Interesting. Um, Vokes, probably the worst shot of the day, nearly out for a throw in that one. Uh, Bree, Chalibur, great switch here. Judge inside to Kenlock. Davies in the box on Shoot. his left foot. Shoot, no conviction. No conviction at all. But he played well. Well, apart from that shot. <laughs> apart, apart from that shot, which was a bit of a scuff, a bit of a weak effort, I've got to say. But uh, it's a bit like Dizelle's the other, the other night, wasn't it? Didn't really good to Scuffy. see. Scuffy. Didn't get older. That was it. a cross, though, wasn't it? He tried to cross it rather than shoot. Do you think? Do you think? Definitely, yeah. You Especially yeah. when you watch okay. it back. <laughs> but he should have <laughs> shot. Um, where are we going? Uh, right, Edwards in for Nolan, and Edwards is going to sit out on the wing. Charlie Adam. Oh, my God. How much do. <laughs> How much he doesn't care. Does I must admit, every time he got the ball, his left foot technique was sound, wasn't it, Dave? It's got 
got any? Has he got the biggest shorts in football? Do I you think, think? Um, is he James has asked the question. Is his shorts bigger than Shakiri's shorts? What do we think? From show of hands, what do we think? <laughs> Biggest shorts in the world, mate. My God, he looked like a pub player, didn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think the... Um, I don't f- yeah. Do you know he's younger than you? Yeah, he is, isn't he? <laughs> Jesus. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't bode well, does it? Glasgow's, um, Glasgow's a tough upbringing, though, isn't it? Uh, it, it is, yeah, to be fair. Good point. Uh, where am I going? Edwards, good work down the right. Actually, someone beats his man, stands it up. Jackson on the volley over the top. Um, Mikey, half chance, reasonable chance. Should have hit the target. Yeah, I don't know. I think he saw it very, very late. I th- uh, Rich was stood next to me and he said he thinks that um, Jackson wasn't expecting it. And I thought the Stoke defender may have got a touch on it. It was a, it was a difficult one. But okay. respect him for going for the spectacular. Um, Shawcross on for Ince. Um, what's the thinking behind that one, Joe? Just to get another body at the back. So we were put a few crosses in, so they thought they'd bring on an England international centre-back. And... Here we go, guys. That worked. That went well, didn't it? Here we go, guys. 91. Da, 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 da. Here comes Toto, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even in the script. Oh, Thank you. He um, it, Danny loves it. The two guys behind me go, why are you bringing Enciala on? They were kids. They were talking about FIFA stats, Shaley, all game, weren't they? Um, they could tell you any FIFA stat. And I actually bit. I went, because he's massive. Actually, turn around and say, "And Joe, what happens next?" Well, he runs on. He, well, when when the, when when the corner is taken, Lambert is like almost rugby tackling the fourth official to make sure he ma- to get, gets a sub made. And the fourth official's telling him to calm down. He's like, "No, effing getting on is is what I guess it happens." And then Judge just puts a deep corner across, and there's two people around Enciala, but there's no one around Will Keane who just rises up above like a salmon <laughs> and just just nods home effectively and th- there's no one on him at all there's no one on the post it, it was quite an easy header from where he was yeah no one on the post was bad wasn't it yeah that's Mikey uh, yeah I, I spotted something so I was looking at Enciala when he came on and I was thinking I wonder did you if touch s- Frank Lampard you <laughs> 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 touched Charlie Adam um, <laughs> that was slow you up I'm still trying to imagine you with Charlie Adams, um, Charlie Adams with your hair. I can't, I can't get out of my head now. Any player would look better with or, this or hair. Or Ben in Charlie Adams shorts. Well, yeah. Can I just say, just quickly, I was in a hotel and someone sent me some weird tweet about, oh, if he just cut his hair, he'd be a better player. So I sent him a picture of Messi, Zlatan and Pirlo and said, yeah, long-haired players are really bad, aren't they? Anyway, this guy, enough of my Twitter wars. Go on. So I was thinking, Ryan Shawcross, does, does he know who Enciala is? Um, because, <laughs> because we, you, nobody really knows who Enciala is, do they? <laughs> like, he, <laughs> we're, we're 24th in the do, championship, do, 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 and do, do. He's, he's a bit part, bit part centre-back. Um, and I was thinking, they might think that this is a like-for-like substitution and not realise until it's too late that he is enormous. And, and then at, right at the last minute, I saw one of the Stoke defenders, it might have been Shawcross, started pointing at Enciala, and I think two of them went to Enciala and one of them was marking Will Keane. No, they saying is, that is, did go somewhere. <laughs> but they're saying, is he far away or is he massive? <laughs> <laughs> so the corner goes in and we get the equaliser. And the first thing everybody in the room said is, oh, great. The Blue Monday show is going to be awesome tonight. But no, great, great to get a point. Um, 
just quickly before it ends, Adam puts one into the box. Up goes Vokes. Who thought that was going to go in? <laughs> right at the end, Vokes just passed the post. Um, Dave, summons up on that. I think, I don't know, speak for myself, we're all kind of at the acceptance point now and just enjoying positive signs and, you know, the North Stand singing and whatnot and not really counting Rotherham's points or goal difference anymore. Um, give, me a, give me a take on that today. Yeah, I thought Ken Lock was pretty good. Um, <laughs> Let um, it go. No, I mean, Stoke just looked a lot sharper than Derby. I mean, I think we, we did play well against Derby and we pressed Derby when we won a lot of the second ball against Derby, but Stoke just seemed you know, more busy, more mobile, I think, especially in midfield, you know, the single lads in midfield buzzed about and stuff so um yeah it was it was a much tougher game much tougher game today and they've got some they've got some quality players so to come out with a point as i was saying to my george when we're, when we're sort of walking after the game you know a point points of these last two games derby and stoke you know if we'd have been saying middle of the table you'd have said yeah they're pretty good pretty good performances pretty good results but obviously obviously at this stage just not enough is it joe how do you counter this um centre midfield is just constantly switching against the the diamond it's, it's difficult because it's such a hard role to play when you are the wide central midfielders because you've got such a responsibility both defensively, attackingly, out wide and it takes a lot of legs to, to play that role and Bishop, like you're saying, it was his first 90 minutes for well for since he was in the team in 2015 and him, Downs, Nolan and you're probably going to need one, over, one other that are just going to need to rotate those roles through. E even during a game, you yeah. know, give one sixty minutes Downs, and one. 30. Downs, is, I think you're right. Downs is probably would give you the energy, but he hasn't perhaps got quite the same quality. No. Not yet, anyway. You almost need to maybe start Downs, and then you bring someone on with more quality to yeah. pick the lock later in the game, like we tried against Derby when Dazelle came on. But right, yeah. Dazelle doesn't have the physicality to play that role, so it is just you've just got to try and get through it. They're, they're, they're tough roles to play, but Mikey summons up. Well, I thought it was. Uh, it maybe didn't seem like a great performance because of what it followed. It was a really good performance against Derby, a, a decent performance at Norwich. It was a little bit flat, I thought, today, but we we ground out a point, and that's what teams do when they're staying up. Uh, <laughs> in, incidentally, did everyone see who scored the equaliser at Rotherham for Sheffield Wednesday? Who was it? Dominic Iorfa. No way! Yes, way. Sliding doors moment. Oh, there we go. Right! Rich, are we ready for some CV game? We're going to give it a go. So if anyone's ever listened to the podcast and thought, oh, the Dave, he the worst sucks game. at the... It's the worst game. He sucks at the ever. CV game. Plenty well, crap. may I tell you now that anyone who's a host of the um, podcast or a journalist or in any way involved with this is not allowed to play. We have prizes. So we've got three rounds of the CV game. So if you look up at the projection, what we're going to do, we're going to bring up player one, and you know the rules. His clubs are going to come up one by one. Um, Statman has got us some glorious prizes. Don't bring his first club up yet, Rich. Um, we have, what have we got? A wonderful Terrace. We're going to give away the Terrace Life Cup with the um, Terrace Life jacket. Joe, can you just flash that up? So, so third go prize. On, go on, George. We've got... Two meals at the Greyhound um, for third prize. For second prize, we'll do the Terrace-like stuff. And check this shit out. Game players signed by Tom Van Hulsen is the changes. first prize. What did I say? Players. 
Did I? Rubbish. They were game players, weren't did, they? Did I actually say player? Yeah, there did. we go. The don't, Dutch. Don't right, so player. here are the rules. Now, this is very important. Um, yeah, we'll do them in the second half, Dave. It's fine. Um, here are the rules. If you want to play, when the club comes up, you need to shout bingo, right? Richard is the adjudicator. He will decide who shouted first. Any queries go to Richard at Ipswich on Twitter. <laughs> I, am not, <laughs> I am not involved in this in the slightest. You can only have one guess per round, okay? So if you want to guess, you, you might think I'm getting this on the first club. I don't know. You know, you might want to keep your powder right. Does everybody know the rules? So you need to name the player. If you want to give a, you want to give a guess, yell out, bingo. We are on player one. Richard, are you ready? Player one, first club. We are playing for the Greyhound. First club, Stockport County. Can't believe it. First one I've ever known. Bingo. First one. Rich, second club. Lincoln City. Andy Warren has got it. <laughs> Third club, Wrexham. That's a loan. How do I get you alone? Um, fourth club, please, Richard. Grimsby Town. Oh, where did Bingo come from? Stand up, sir. It is not Adam Proudlock. See where you're coming from, Stockport. Next club, please, Richard. Chesterfield. Ooh, stand up, sir. It is not George Santos, sir. Oh, who said bingo? Stand up. Justin. John Nolan! Woo-woo. <laughs> Justin, come up and get your prize. Shrewsbury Town. Ipswich Town. John Nolan. Mikey, can you give those to Justin, please? Two meals. Actually, two sets of meals. He lives, he lives in Bristol, right? Two, <laughs> two meals at the Greyhound. What a just. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. Good right. Man. That got competitive, didn't it? I'm enjoying this now. Right, you ready for player number two? We are playing for the Terrace Life Cup Good and job. Jacket. Follow the Terrace Life on Twitter. Here we go. Club number one. No. Richard, club number two. Oh, no. Moving on, next. Joe Fez has got it, <laughs> if you can lip read. Next one, please, Richard. Stand up, sir. Stephen Hunt. Stephen Hunt. Oh, outstanding work. What's your name, sir? Outstanding work there. And we get a Coventry klaxon for Rich, who obviously supports Coventry. <laughs> right, here we go. Yeah, that's going with it as well. Right, this one's quite hard, and we may be here a while, okay? So this is <laughs> Game Changers, Game Changers, Tom Van Hulsen. What we'll do on this one, Rich, we'll just keep the animation going and just shout out if you think you've got it, okay? Here we go, club number one. Stoke City, Plymouth on loan, Arsenal, Sunderland, 
Sheffield Wednesday. Chamois, Niortais. Anyone French here? Nottingham Forest. Right, pause on that one. That one's important. Leeds United. Anyone want to guess? Next. Pompey. West Ham. Next one, Rich. South End on loan. And here we come. Ipswich Town. Let's pause it there. Everyone have a look. Oh, shout out if you think you know. I say bingo. bingo. Sir? Lee Chapman. Lee Chapman. Unbelievable. I thought, thought I was going to have to mention Leslie Ash as well. Goodness me. Wonderful, wonderful. Swansea, Stromsgird set. Literally won the title for Howard Wilkinson and Lee's 92, 93. Guys, that is the end of the first, um, the first act. What time are we? Um, go and have a pee. Go and buy a beer. If you go over to the table over there, there are 120 Blue Monday and Ipswich Town cupcakes. Now, these are free, but if you want to give a donation to Shaylee, uh, like a pound maybe, don't feel you have to, but there is a cupcake for everybody over in the corner. And we're going to be back at eight, and our special guests have arrived. We'll have Stuart Watson and Andy Warren up in the second act. Thank you, everybody. Can we get some music? It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.